I would learn about like Christianity and I realized like it's there's there are differences but like at Baylor especially I noticed that it was it did feel similar but different like I really understood the like southern Christian mindset compared to like a more progressive Catholic mindset like I really I saw the difference I saw the divide Welcome to the Babel Podcast. I'm your host, Paige Brees, and I am so happy to have you here for some raw and real conversation. People say you should never discuss politics, money, or religion. Well, not here. This is a safe space to dive deep into how religion as a whole has affected our hearts, our minds, and our world. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. We all have a seat at the table, and I invite you to sit with me as I talk with religious leaders, experts, and friends alike. So, without further ado, let's babble. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Babble Podcast. Uh, excited to have you here. <laughs> I am here with one of my very good friends, uh, Alex Vasquez. I have known this kid since seventh grade and yeah. Um, and we have just stayed friends ever since. Um, we're, we're one of those friendships that we don't talk very often, but when we do, it's like, we never stopped talking. Um, which I always appreciate. I know it has been been a minute. Over a decade or so. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's been 13 years or no, 14 years. Oh, shit. Yeah. 14 years since we met. Yeah, 20, 2007. If it was seventh yeah. grade. Oh my God. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. Um, yeah. Time is a construct anyway. It's fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, a little bit about, uh, a little bit about Alex. I'm going to read you exactly what he wrote in his bio explanation to me because I think it's hilarious and it explains him perfectly. Alex Vasquez is the homie since seventh grade who initially we bonded over moldy oranges and we are, and he is now a professional photographer and aspiring director and producer. It's Alex Vasquez. What's up? Welcome. That's him. Oh man. So Alex, thank you so much for being here. Um, I love your energy and I just love being able to talk with you again. So yeah, we're going to just talk about same thing everyone else talks about when they come on my podcast. We're going to talk about religion and um, yeah, and you, my good friend, you grew up in, you grew up in Catholic school, right? Yeah, I did. Tell me about that. uh, Let's see. So God, I started going to Catholic school, honestly, like um, I think preschool when I was living first living in Southern California. Um, that's where I was born. And my mom, she put me into like this elementary school that was supposed to like a Catholic elementary school, but I was in the preschool and I was going to continue going to that school if we stayed there. But then we moved to New York or Connecticut and I continued going to the school. It was called Holy Spirit. So I went there for like kindergarten to second grade, I want to say. And then okay. I moved to Dallas and I went to Prince of Peace Catholic. So I was going to Catholic school mm-hmm. um, whenever I would be, excuse me, in, in a 
you know, religious school. And then in high school, like there was a period where I ended up going to, uh, I moved to Mexico and I was just going to a private school, but it wasn't affiliated with anything. Mm. Um, it wasn't religious rather. And then, um, but when I moved to Denver, I went to uh, Jesuit high school. So I was there for like most of high school, like sophomore to senior year, I graduated from there. So, and then, yeah. And then I went to my first two years at college. I went to Baylor, which we also, you also went there. Hey, Um, hey, (laughs) Um, yeah, but that was Baptist, which was super interesting because I, I mean, but at that point I wasn't too religious anymore. And I was just, I was going more for other reasons that had nothing to do with religion. So, Mm -hmm. but it was, it was interesting. The, the different views and lifestyles, I guess, compared to Catholicism. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, you know, I had almost forgot, I knew you moved a bunch, but I forgot you were in Connecticut for a while. I forgot you were in Denver for a while. Um, I know you'd been in Southern California and in Mexico. Um, but like, how crazy was it for you as a kid to move to all of these different schools for one, but then the fact that they were each religious and I'm sure they had their own kind of spin on things. Like, what was that, what was that like trying to take all of that? in as a, as a kid, um, you know, honestly, because I went to all of these, most of the schools I went to were Catholic, the teachings really never strayed. Okay. I feel like it was once I got to, to high school and started going to a Jesuit high school, that's when it kind of like, they were super progressive all like in terms of their teachings, the Jesuits Mm -hmm. compared to like what it had been in the past where it was like in Dallas, I went to for elementary school and I guess middle school too. I went to Prince of Peace Catholic and that was like a soup. It's in one, it's in Dallas in Plano, um, Mm -hmm. West Plano, like super wealthy area. Yeah. Super, uh, yeah. Super bougie conservative. (laughs) So like it was weird going to, which in Colorado going to Regis um, because it was like, even though it was still very conservative white people essentially that went there, mm-hmm. it was also like, I don't know, it felt different. The teachings, they felt much more progressive and they weren't as antiquated in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, is Jesuit, Jesuit is a, it's another sect of Christianity, right? It's yeah, of of Catholics. It was founded by Saint Ignatius um, in okay. Spain. Yeah, and it's like a group of monks that ended up like. I mean, now it's a pretty much full on other sect of mm-hmm. Catholicism. Okay. And yeah, yeah. Um, he's just a lot more. Their their big thing is just being extremely into like being educated into like the sciences, like combining. Mm-hmm earthly stuff with I guess the divine yeah so, um, yeah okay cool so Interesting. yeah it's really it's really cool so they're in turn they're like a lot more progressive they're they're very into like the whole like you know understanding why things are the way that they are without like just saying oh it's just because God wanted it that way no like things are a lot more complicated than that yeah you know? there's a lot more nuance to yeah. life and existence than just it just happened just because yeah, um, yeah for sure so. cool so how did so then how did going to Baylor because like you said it was a Baptist college which is completely oh it was different super, yeah. side of Christianity like how how was that for you um 
honestly, I didn't like the. It's weird because in one sense, for example, you know, Chapel, remember Chapel? I knew we were going to talk yeah. about Chapel. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> um, so for, for anyone, yeah. Oh, you read my mind. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, like, it was this class that Baylor students had to take. It was just two semesters worth. And it was literally like going to church for an hour a day. What was yep. it every day, right? Um, or every like other day? It know. was every other day. We had to go three times a week. I think okay. it was Monday, okay. Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. So you go like at 10 a.m. and essentially have a church service in this giant auditorium. Yeah. And um, sometimes it was interesting. Sometimes it was like very preachy. But <laughs> I just like it turned me off because yeah, like they were kind of forcing you to go to a Baptist um, Protestant church service. Yeah. And although there are some things that I like about those, I'm, I'm just, it, it feels so campy to me, like, <laughs> you know, having a full on like symphonic rock band just like on stage performing a, this like a rock version of this little light of, light of mine and then having like everyone standing around like with their arms reaching out and like sobbing I'm just like I I don't know I'm, I'm not I'm not about that like yeah uh, uh. that was like at 10 in the morning on a Tuesday and you're like bro like I literally I just woke like, up I just had breakfast. <laughs> yeah I just woke up like what's up yeah like, I don't need this much energy right now yeah. Um, and they always, they tried, they tried so hard to make it not always like a church service. Like they would bring speakers in that were talking about stuff that wasn't always religious or yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. they tried, but mm -hmm. you know, a, again, the, the majority of the time there was some sort of doctrine or yeah. something that they would sprinkle in there and be like, we're still Christian. <laughs> we're yeah. still oh, a Christian yeah. thing. Um, and it was, so. yes, often very cringy for sure very very so yeah um but otherwise i mean baylor was interesting it was interesting i only took one sem semester of uh christian heritage i believe because mm -hmm. i transferred i was putting that off as long as possible because um, <laughs> i did not take that freshman sophomore year I, yeah i waited until like junior year and then by junior year i was like all right i'm piecing out i'm not doing this um, yeah, and then you left me <laughs> yeah i know i'm so sorry um <laughs> No, but like I ended up, uh, it was interesting. I mean, I, because like having, not even having gone to a Baptist school, I was still like growing up, I was always very curious about like the different kinds of religions. Mm -hmm. um, like in high school, there was a period where I was super in middle school, like early middle school, late middle school, early high school. I was like super into um, Islam and like learning about it and everything. Mm -hmm. And then that changed into, wanting to learn about buddhism so i was and then like i just kept like diving into a different religion like every three or six months and just like learning as much as i possibly could about it and then now it's like there's periods where i would learn about like christianity and i realized like it's there's there are differences but like at baylor especially i noticed that it was it did feel similar but different like, I really understood the, like, Southern Christian mindset compared to, like, a more progressive Catholic mindset. Like, I really, mm -hmm. I saw the difference. I saw the divide. Yeah. Um, so, it's just different traditions and different customs. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm coming from a perspective solely of the Southern Christian perspective. I've never in my life been to a Catholic service. Like, I don't know what exactly goes on, but I just, you know, obviously from word of mouth and movies and stuff like that. Um, and from the brief learning I have done in college of Catholicism and their customs. Yeah. It seems like there are very, very clear differences, um, when it comes to, you know, how a service is conducted and, um, the clergy and stuff like that. Um, it feels more formal in Catholicism. Everything has more like very square and they have very rigid and they have certain ways on how to do certain things. And Mm -hmm. in a way, like, I mean, I guess I understand the more Protestant mindset of like, you know, people have church services and convention centers and stuff. Like it's really, sometimes it's just, it's wherever you can set up and just like, everyone's wearing like, you know, jeans and a polo i mean it's it's very casual a lot of the times yeah i feel like with like catholicism it is a bit more strict and more old-fashioned in their customs and i kind of like that at times for certain things Mm. Um, like it's weird i guess this is a very controversial opinion but like i super i do not like when i went to uh the vatican seeing all the tourists just taking pictures in the like inside mm. the Vatican and just like with flash and talking and stuff I'm just like yo like think about where you are and like you're treating this like like a zoo animal or something mm. like, I don't I, so I feel like if you're going into the Vatican for example or you're going to like a special service I do like the more rigid like structured um mindset of Catholicism yeah um, I just feel like to kind of in that similar vein that you were just speaking of like if you're if you're in the Vatican you know people who didn't grow up in a Catholic tradition even though everyone knows what the Vatican is like everyone understands that the Vatican is a very important building a very important place um in terms of religious context like everyone knows that but people who didn't grow up with that kind of understanding um you know might not think that way they're just like oh I'm in the Vatican cool you know, take, take my picture. Um, but I feel like the more strict or like structured, um, way that, um, Catholicism kind of conducts their services, like you're talking about, I feel like it focuses you more or like kind of teaches that respect, like, oh, this is the way it's done. Like you, you focus on what you're doing. You make sure that you're engaged. You make sure you're present. Um, which I, which I find fascinating that Protestantism is the complete opposite. Um, I mean, there are ways that like a, a Baptist church conducts their service. That's pretty much the same, like they like to do the same thing basically every week where like you come in and yeah. you talk to people and then we do worship songs and then we pray and then we hear the sermon yeah. and then we might do another song if we feel like it. And then we go home like that's but that's yeah. it's it's not at all like as structured as as catholicism and it's um yeah and i i definitely find that very very interesting that because sure. i never really thought about it that way i never thought about because growing up in the protestant tradition i always looked at catholicism as oh my god they're so strict and they're so like 
you know, yeah. you don't have any freedom. Like you just have to go and do what they tell you. Like that sounds horrible, but yeah. you know, I never thought about the fact that it could focus your attention more. Like you, you know, where you For are sure. and, um, and you know, obviously there's purpose behind what you're doing. It's not just, I'm doing it cause he told me to. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, so I don't know. And it just gives it the respect that it's due in a way like mm. if you like if you think about it like I mean Jesus like he's he literally with the snap of his fingers you can be gone like wiped out and just like he could pull a Thanos out. yeah exactly Than- I was gonna say Thor Thanos <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so he could pull that like if you really wanted to if you if you believe in in God and the whole right. trinity so like I don't know you gotta like put a little respect to the name like yeah he could be your friend and that's I do like that aspect about Protestantism it's like where they emphasize more that it's kind of like a friendly relationship you have with Mm -hmm. God and Jesus as opposed to like I feel like in old school like Roman Catholicism it's very like father like God is like he's your dad and like Mm -hmm. you gotta like I don't know you gotta cater to hit to your dad's needs or you gotta listen to your dad as opposed mm-hmm. to like have a friendly relationship with your dad yeah it's more it's like the the catholic tradition is much more like a disciplinary kind of relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. um where then yeah the protestant way is just like yeah jesus is my best friend jesus is my buddy jesus is my girl like yeah we chilling we hanging out yeah we're vibing yeah Yeah. um yeah and it's it's so interesting like I, i i love i love talking about these dichotomies because if you look at the text like if we're talking about the bible there like there's a disciplinary god and then there's a i'm vibing with you i love you all the time hippie god um and you know, obviously with a bunch of other nuances, but like if a lot of the arguments I hear people talk about, um, when it comes to, oh, like what kind of God is God? Because the old Testament says he's a disciplinary, like father figure. Um, and then the new Testament says that he's all is love, peace, and goodness, you know, no matter what you do, I love you. It doesn't matter kind of God. Um, so did the Catholic church kind of focus on any of that at all in terms of the scriptures or anything like that? Um, like in terms of the way that God was represented or. Yeah. Um, I would say not really. It was, I guess, certain aspects, like it was much more different when we got to like, when I went to high school and the Jesuit school. Because they were a lot more analytical about the, like, they they thought of, like, all the, like, you would read the scripture and think, like, well, what did he actually mean by this? Like, mm. he's saying one thing, as opposed to, like, when I went to elementary school, it was very more, like, um, Jesus said, like, said this. I, I, honestly, it's been so long. I can't remember anything specific, but, like, he would say one thing and, like, that was that's it. What it yeah, that was it. Yeah, like, there's no... Um, like in in one regard there's no room for interpretation whereas in the other regard you can try to yeah. like take context clues or you know whatever and try and Absolutely. get down to the the subtext of it all yeah. um 
Yeah, no, definitely. Um, obviously you've graduated college and you, I mean, you transferred from Baylor. Where did you transfer to again? San Diego state. That's right. And that's yeah. not a religious school no way. <laughs> at all. <laughs> so what was that like? Like, what did, what did that mean for you to go from a like completely Catholic to Baptist to not religious at all? Yeah. I, it was nice not having to like take a, being forced to take a class learning about the Bible mm. and like being graded on it. It would just, but like at the same time, when I moved to San Diego, it just really was not, I guess I would find God in other methods than going to church or praying. Like I would go to the beach or I would go hiking and like be on top of a mountain, and just be looking at everything. I'm like, damn, like this is, this is dope. Like, this is dope. Like, and <laughs> God made this or whoever is up there made this. Like, yeah. I just, I guess in a way, when I moved to San Diego, it was less, I became more spiritual. Like I, I was definitely very spiritual, but I was less focused on just Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started like branching out and like feeling like, you know, we're all energy. We're all just like meat puppets walking around and we're being controlled by like this ball of energy that yeah. whenever we die it gets out of the meat puppet that we are in because the meat puppet has a decay like it's just you know crazy shit like that so um yeah. but at the end of the day I still believe that it was created by one being and in this case I guess it would be the Christian God um, sure but yeah so yeah. I feel like it- yeah, it just, it got you out of the, because I mean, like, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like growing up in such a, like, just growing up around religion, always, yeah. like, when you're, because when you're going to a Christian school, and then you were probably going to church also on the weekends, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's your entire life, basically, oh, yeah. you don't really, you don't really get away from it. And then to jump away from it, and kind of find some space to figure it all out for yourself um I think is it's really beautiful and really powerful but for me it was super like it was kind of painful for me really just yeah because I in my church it was pounded into my head that like don't leave the church don't leave the church like never ever ever leave the religion like don't be the one of those people that leaves behind your faith when they leave because they're tempted by the world. Like it was hammered into my brain. The statistic that like, Oh, 86% of young people are leaving the church. Like something, I don't know if the statistic was true or if they were just pulling it out of their ass. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but so throughout college, especially at a college like Baylor, where I'm constantly surrounded by religion, um, you know, I was trying really, really hard to not let go of that, even though I was already like, questioning a lot of things and trying to figure out what it all meant for me now that I wasn't in my in my bubble back in Frisco um and then once I graduated um you know I had friends and my partner and like people who are not necessarily religious people who were in no malicious way at all just asking me questions about what I believed and why I believed that and there were all questions that I'd never ever really seriously thought about before yeah um, 
which is beautiful and great. Like I said, it's a great process, but it made me really obviously like dig deep into what I actually think about the world, what I think about God, what I think about religion, what I think about the church. And, um, what do you think? I kind of similar to what we were talking about before we hit record. I am, I'm, I'm not a fan of the institution of religion. I feel like in not just Christianity, but in other religions as well, there are always, whenever there is a group of people trying to usher a larger group of people based on a text they don't fully comprehend or that they're interpreting and trying to regurgitate, like, I just feel like there's always some sort of, whether it's intentional or not, misconstruing or manipulating or um miscommunications that happen yeah yeah and it can be damaging without the intent of being damaging and without the understanding or the knowledge that they're being damaging so so for me yeah i i stopped going to church like senior year of college i think and I'm, I'm still a per, like kind of similar to what you said. I'm a very spiritual person. I, I very much have a spiritual practice and I think there is a higher power, but I don't know what, like I could call it God if I wanted to, but yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not super like I, I call it universe or spirit also. Um, just because sometimes I will, if I'm honest, the saying or calling the higher power God is kind of triggering to me sometimes just mm-hmm. because I'm not sure how it, like, it just brings up memories, I think, yeah. and things that I'm still working through. Right. So yeah. Um, to me, like the institution of religion is just problematic. Yeah. Um, it can be very elitist oh, sometimes. Sure. Sure. Um, did you experience that in the Catholic church at all? Cause I know that they have a long history of first of all, just a long history, but also, um, you know, they're very structured, like you said, and they have all these customs and, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I would say so. It was, uh, it was interesting. Like, for example, when John Paul II died, right. Mm-hmm. Seeing like my mom crying because he died, like, mm. and on thing is like, isn't he pretty much just like a high level priest? And like, it's just kind of interesting how Christianity, they were so, like, they had these structures and these rankings, essentially. Mm. And like, the higher up you were, the more connected you were with God. And yeah, it felt a little, it felt very, very business-like, very structured. Mm. And uh, But at the same time, it was not a huge thing that I thought about to be honest mm-hmm. um so I don't know I personally I I like I said I'm very it's, it's something that religion and Christianity especially something like a relationship you have with God it's not something yeah. that needs to be like dictated by other people with like, right. crazy hats and stuff so. <laughs> yeah no I completely agree uh, and I think that is my biggest qualm with with like a, a church, um, because I mean, especially growing up as a teenager in the church, 
you're already feeling like you have to prove yourself or make yourself worthy to be hanging out in the church or to be liked by your peers, you know, like there's expectations that you feel like you have to put on yourself. And in, you know, in addition to that, you also have your pastors telling you, oh, you know, good Christians do this or good Christians say these things or, you know, that they're trying to tell you, essentially, they're just trying to tell you how to be a better person when you get down to the nitty gritty of it. But kind of what I was speaking of earlier, it's the language of, oh, your relationship with God will be better if you do this or, you know, and that's just layering on more and more expectations that, um, that, you know, obviously over time way heavy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Oh man. There's just so much, (laughs) there's so much to kind of think about and unpack when it comes to religion, man, it can be, it can feel like a daunting Um, conversation. Do you, do you look at, have you studied like other religions beyond just Christianity? Kind of similar to you. I have done my own research here and there. Um, like in terms of, I've done a decent amount of research into Buddhism. Like you mentioned, there was a time when I lived in Austin that was in like 20, like 18 ish where I was like, I was listening to Buddhism podcasts like every day and, um, you know, learning the, the pillars and understanding what that meant. And And I'm very, like, I love Buddhism. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful way of understanding the world and thinking about those around you and, um, and kind of of your standing as a human in the world. I think it's, I think it's gorgeous. And, um, so yeah, there's Buddhism is definitely one I've studied. Um, I know a decent amount about Judaism. Uh, I need to do more research into that, but yeah. Um, before Alex and I moved here to West Virginia, we were living in Atlanta and, okay. uh, we lived in a community, like in a neighborhood that was a, like the, the majority of the population were Jewish and we oh, were, wow. so all of our friends were Jewish. Like the people, our neighbors were Jewish. They were constantly inviting us over, um, uh, on, uh, on Saturdays on Shabbat. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And they were just like, they were constantly like, hey, come eat with us here, have a drink. Like it was, I loved them. They were phenomenal. Uh, but we, we learned a, a great amount about Judaism just from talking to them about it and learning about their customs and things like that. And they, you know, something I thought that was really beautiful about their practice as, um, as uh, people, the Judaism, Judaism faith can't speak. Um, is that truly like Saturday was the day of rest. And that, that lasted from Friday at sundown until Saturday at sundown. Um, it was a full 24 hours and they like no work, like they couldn't walk, like walking up and down stairs. Nope. Um, unless it was to get to their apartment, but most of them lived on the first floor of their apartment complexes. Um, they turned off their phones and put them away in a safe, like no electronics. Wow. Um, obviously no traveling, no, like driving a car. They could, they didn't drive. They walked everywhere. Um, when they were going to temple, which, um, was only a couple blocks from where we lived and yeah. And they were just very on that day. Like I said, they, they were just very family and community oriented. Everyone 
went to the pools and just like hung out and drank and ate and talked and just That's really spent, chill. Yeah. And yeah. just like spent time with one another. And, um, yeah. and let me tell you, they could party, but like, I bet, yeah, they could, they could drink these people. <laughs> and, and, um, we had one friend, he, he's a character. He's so funny. He always had like two full handles of alcohol. Oh, wow at the pool with him and red solo cups and if That's you know whenever weird. alex and i would show up he was just like hey a drink <laughs> and he just poured us a like a cup of jack yeah. and he, and he'd be like take a shot and he'd be like hang on we got a drink we got a thing of jack and a shot just give me a second yeah but they were hilarious um so that's you know i have a lot in terms of the in terms of the like nuances and the specifics of, of Judaism, I still have a lot to learn. Um, I, I kind of similar to what you said, I would love to learn more about the Islamic tradition. I don't know much about it. Um, but I think it's honestly the people that I've met in my life who are of the Islam tradition are some of the like nicest kindest people I've ever met in my life oh yeah um so I I would love to hear more about about their side of things because I feel like there's stuff in there that could be very very like palatable and valuable yeah definitely I'm hoping to have people from all three of those religions and more on this podcast so yeah I know the Abrahamic religious because they're so connected in so many ways, but mm-hmm. there's still so just enough differences to where it's like they're sharp differences. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, definitely. Yeah. I sometimes, I sometimes forget even just about the differences, like we were saying earlier between Catholicism and Protestantism. Like it's, I guess just because I don't think about it very often anymore, yeah. but, um, but I, I had almost forgotten how, in terms of just general practice, like strict versus not, right? How stark that difference is, even just within Christianity. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Which is crazy. I know. Oh, it's nuts. Um, is your whole family Catholic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, my mom's Mexican, my dad's Colombian, so we're just straight up Catholic across the board. Yeah, Catholic all around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if I have any no yeah no everyone's Catholic yeah so yeah so what are just because I'm curious um what are holidays like with a fully Catholic family are they is there any like in Mexico at least with like Christmas it's very like they have the they set usually it's very common to set up not only the tree, but also like a nursery. Mm. Like, um, you know, with Jesus or the nativity scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they set that up a lot. That's very common in Mexico. And then also like, I get this again, this is more specific to Mexico, but like day of the dead is very heavily followed. Mm-hmm. And that's a Christian holiday too. I mean, um, so it's so you see like the altars, they set those up a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say like just having like 
holidays with a with a fully Catholic family is just very ritualistic. Like mm. a lot of the rituals are followed and observed. Um, like what? Could you walk us through a couple? I would because I'm completely yeah, like, ignorant. I guess like. I mean, definitely. I, I mean, it, I guess it's pretty common just in in regular Protestantism. But like, we would we would not open presents. We would wait until midnight of the twenty, like from the twenty fourth going to the twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Everyone would stay up until midnight, and then at midnight is when we open the presents because that's like when Jesus was born or whatever. Like, in, ah. yeah, um, we would go to church beforehand on the twenty fourth and the twenty fifth. Like, no one does anything. Everything's closed. Mm-hmm. um like the 24th is a lot bigger it's mm. like yeah a lot more celebrated in in latin america i feel like um and then I'm trying to think of other ones i guess because like day of the dead is just a big example too where it's just so like very like they very yeah. they followed it very heavily can you talk about that more because i feel like there are a lot I feel like there are a lot of people who think Day of the Dead is not religious at all. Um, that no, it's so. Could you, yeah, could you explain that a little bit more? Like, yeah, like it's based on, um, like, well, All Hallows Eve. That's like the Halloween. And mm-hmm. That's also a Christian holiday. Honestly, it's just gotten so butchered at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, spooky season. Yeah, but, spooky. It's, the day of the dead is essentially the day after when it's the day in theory like in the in religion and belief Mm -hmm. that souls would like the underworld or whatever or wherever the afterlife is that Mm -hmm. world is closest that dimension is closest to our dimension the like the land of the living Mm -hmm. so the souls from the dead on day of the dead are in theory they're the closest to us so we have like celebrations where we honor the people that like our loved ones have died Mm -hmm. because we are able to communicate with them more like in theory yeah um so you have like their you set up like their favorite food a meal feast with all their favorite food and Mm. you go to like their their grave and like you kind of like have a feast there and eat there Mm. or uh, yeah stuff like that it's, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people hear those traditions and think that, and think it's pagan, like they, or something, like yeah. they don't, they don't see the religious, or like, aspect the, of it. yeah, and so it's uh, certainly been adopted, like, it, it wasn't originally, obviously, a Christian tradition, but, like, mm-hmm. Christians adopted it, just like so many other, <laughs> like, traditions, I'd yeah, say. just like everything else, yeah yeah that's so so interesting yeah I mean (laughs) by this point everyone's probably seen Coco the Disney Pixar movie that's about the dead um so I feel like yeah I love that movie um it makes me cry every time which is a pretty standard for Pixar but yeah um was that movie pretty accurate to how day of day of the dead kind of goes definitely yeah. Um, I would say that's a lot more common in just like more rural villages mm. and they were very good at depicting that because obviously once you go to the city it's like not as common like people will still put up an altar but they're not going to like go all the way to the graveyard and like have a feast 
at mm. their deceased um, yeah. uncle's grave, right? Yeah. So I love the idea yeah. of that, but it sounds like cemeteries just give me goosebumps. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I, that's something I'd have to get used to. Um, yeah. Having a meal it's, there. For sure. But um, um, yeah, I think that's something that a lot of Christians overlook is the spiritual aspect of life and death. Um, oh, yeah. Because, yeah, to me, it's like, anytime I would hear someone in my church talk about someone who's died, it was like, oh, they're, they're in heaven. They're gone. Like they, like, there's not, there's no communication. There's no, like any, there's no, any aspect, there's no aspect of like, oh yeah. Like there's, you know, sometimes you can feel chills down your spine and that could be them. Like, (laughs) you know, I, things that I think are true. Like I do believe that spirits are more, are more closely knit to us or are closer to our dimension. The kind of like what you said than we previously, or like Christians previously taught me were, were the case. Yeah. Um, right. Because it's, it just makes more sense to me. Oh yeah. Um, then to be like, Absolutely. okay, yeah, you, you die and then your soul goes up or down and <laughs> and then it's just gone like forever I don't think that's uh I don't think that's entirely accurate but I don't know maybe I'm wrong I'm pretty sure I am wrong I'm just trying to figure it out (laughs) hey man I think we all are wrong until proven otherwise and until then we will all continue being wrong true very true so are there, I know you, you mentioned that you're still very much a spiritual person. You still have yeah. a relationship with God. Um, so you've kind of stepped away from the, the church as an institution. Um, what are, like, was there anything in particular about the church that kind of made you go like, eh, not for me? Or were there kind of multiple things over time? Kind of, mm, kind of like, what are the issues with the church for you? The issues of the church for me. Um, it's a big question. Yeah. No, I would say like, I mean, obviously the big thing, at least for the Catholic church, like the whole like priest molesting boys and stuff, like that, that shit's real. Like, it never happened <laughs> yeah. to me, but like, that's pretty real. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't going to bring that up unless you did. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that's not like, and just like with any other organization, when you have people who are in power abusing their power, like that's where it starts becoming kind of messed up. Yeah. I mean, it's already messed up in the first place, but like, especially in a place like religion where you're teaching people that like priests are the like messengers of God, essentially on earth. Like, so in a way they're divine too. So the fact that like, they're using that i guess that status to take advantage of people in like the most honestly one of the most fucked up ways Mm -hmm. like yeah it doesn't it's very it's sleazy i don't know yeah sleazy is a great word i like that um for sure and it's yeah i think that across the board in terms of christianity um seems to be like one of the overarching issues is, is just abuse of power, whether that's, whether that's 
physically abusing or you know using your power to mentally abuse or emotionally abuse um or to fiscally abuse like taking the church's money to do whatever you want with it um or your congregation's tithe you know and buying jets or whatever the hell um yeah i think that's a very very prominent issue um obviously the, the catholic church has is now kind of not known for, but it's been outed that that's been an issue for them in specific, but, but it's across the board on a, I want to ask you one more question before I let you go and we get off the topic, but, um, just to, you know, make it a little bit lighter. What is your, like, if someone was just kind of completely off of God period, if they were like, if they were very much angry with God or the thought of God, what would be your advice or your words of encouragement? Like, how would you describe God to a person who is kind of toying with that since you still have a spiritual side to your faith? I'm just curious on how you would describe that. Like they're toying with it. Um, Like they're thinking about it or. Well, like they, like they, have known God or they have kind of a, an acknowledgement of God, but they're angry with the thought of God or think that God doesn't want them, um, kind of thing. Like someone who is unsure if they want anything to do with God. Right. What Um, would you say to them? I would say that honestly, it's a better, I mean, believe what you want, but let's assume that there does happen to be a God, a merciful, like a God who gives mercy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't you rather die and then have the option of going to that versus literally the n- nothing just completely. And I guess for some people, like I've honestly, I've been in a, in a place in my life where, yeah, like that sounded way more appealing. Like, I just don't want to be here. But like, if you're someone who does kind of like, you still find value in life and find value in things here on mm-hmm. earth. Um, yeah, like I'd, I'd say just, why not? You don't even, like, it's really, you don't have to get, it's a spectrum. You don't have to get as deep as you, like get as deep as you want into it. Mm. it but like, there's crazier shit that's happened in a way. Mm yeah so, no I like that and it, it kind of it's like you have nothing to lose right yeah, like yeah if if the con like kind of a similar situation to kind of what I'm where I'm currently sitting like like I said I think there's a higher power do I do I think that it's the Christian God I don't know some days I do some days I don't some days I use that word some days I use something else but yeah it's and I like what you said like go as deep with it as you want it's up to you, um, you know, kind of decide for yourself, because I feel like a lot of people have this notion that, um, that it's all or nothing when it comes to something like that. Um, but yeah, like you said, there's there's a spectrum, there's a whole spectrum in terms of how, how deep you want to dive or how spiritual you want to be. Yeah. So for sure. Yeah. (laughs) 
Alex, thanks for talking to me today oh, and for well, sharing your story. You. And Alex, where can the people find you to follow you uh, or to check out your photography? Post. Like, where can yes, they find you? My Instagram page is Alex Vasqueso. So <laughs> A-L-E-X-V-A-S-Q-U-E-S-O. Perfect. I'm going to put that so in the show notes, you guys, so you can just go yeah. and click that as well. Um, yeah. And then they can find your like photography website and all that on your yeah, Instagram, right? Uh, my bio. So, okay, perfect. Yeah. Just click the link in bio and y'all can go check sure. out his amazing photography. Yeah. He's such a cool, such a cool style. I love it very much. Yeah, um, yeah that was fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the Thanks. podcast world. Oh, it's um, happy to be here. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are going to really benefit from this conversation. Um, you know, we didn't really say any, I mean, we said some profound things, but like we yeah. just kind of having an open dialogue about Catholicism and the idea of God and all these things, just getting words out. Um, yeah. I feel like people will be able to listen and yeah, just be like, oh yeah, I've thought about that, you know. Um, yeah. And then I you think it'll deeper if you want and learn more. Yeah, so, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. the whole point. I just so, want, I want every episode to be, if there's, if it's not like, even if it's not a super profound conversation, like it doesn't have to be, it just needs to be a conversation. And like you said, things that people yeah. can, if they hear something interesting, be like, oh, that's, I'm going to go read about that. Like, go look that yeah. up and figure it out for themselves. Like you said. Oh.